The end of the school year is a great time to reflect on how things went and to make plans for next year. It's important to celebrate the successes from this year and take note of the areas that could use some improvement or modifications. Hi there, I'm Carolyn Wall, your host of the Middle School Cafe podcast, a podcast specifically for secondary ELA teachers looking to close the achievement gap. I'm a 20-year veteran teacher who still loves being in the classroom. Tune in each week as I reflect on my own teaching experience to bring you lesson plans, strategies, and stories that will help you develop your students as readers and writers. So grab your notepad, a cup of coffee, and join me each week as we dive into all things ELA. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Well, we did it. It's finally May. Just a few more weeks until vacation for many of you. I go all the way until June 20th, but my entire hall did a little happy dance this past week as we turned the calendar to May. We even had a little potluck lunch to celebrate. Before we get too far into today's episode, I want to wish everyone a happy teacher appreciation week. You are amazing and you are doing amazing things. Even when you don't feel it, you are making the difference for the students in your classroom. If you're on my email list, please be sure to check your inbox as I sent everyone a little gift today. A few weeks ago, I devoted an episode to ideas you could include to finish the year strong. And if you're still looking for some end of the year ideas, go back and listen to episode number 23. Today, I want to jump forward just a bit and talk about back to school. Okay, I know, I know back to school is probably the last thing on your mind right now, but I want to talk about a few things that you can do before you leave for summer break that will make coming back in the fall a little less stressful. We all know that back to school is a crazy hectic time, so taking time now to get a few things in place will allow you to relax over the summer knowing that you are in a good place to start the new school year. So let's take a look at six things that you can do before you start your summer vacation. Number one is to declutter your classroom. You know that you have papers that you've shoved in your desk after meetings or notes that you've been handed from the office or things that students have given you. Maybe you have drawers where you've just placed all the materials from the unit in it. Or maybe you even have cabinets that haven't been organized since the last teacher left. It's so easy to just ignore those things because we get so caught up in the day-to-day activities. And it is definitely tempting at the end of the year to just keep stuffing things in drawers and cabinets and then head off to summer. But when you come back in the fall, it will actually cause more stress because before you can start the new school year, you need to clean your classroom. So take a few minutes each day and begin decluttering your classroom. You could decide to do one drawer of your desk a day for the next week, or you could spend one prep period a week over the next few weeks and simply clean and organize. Whatever you're able to do within that time will make a huge difference in how you feel about your space when you come back in the fall. Number two is to plan your first day activity. If you can plan the first week, great, but definitely plan for that first day activity. The first day of school should be devoted to getting to know your students, getting students acclimated to being back in class after vacation, and an opportunity for students to begin to get to know you. So even if you aren't sure yet what you'll be teaching next year, unless you're making a huge jump in grade levels, you should be able to plan your first day activity. Is there a game that you like to play or a first day lesson you do every year? Or maybe there's a book that you like to read to your students. Before you leave for summer, pull together all the materials you need for that activity and place them in an easy to access location. Don't pack them away like I have done many times thinking that I'll remember where I put them. 
only to come back in the fall and forget and have to dig around for them. I use one of those totes. It's a clear plastic tote, kind of like a Rubbermaid that I got at Target. And anything that I know that I need for that first week of school goes in that tub. And then I only have one thing that I need to look for when I come back. This way, if I end up moving grade levels or classrooms, I have everything that I need to get the year started in one central location. It has also saved me when I had to miss a few days the first week due to family situations. It was so much easier to have the sub access that one tote to find everything that they need. The first day activity will help set the tone for your class and should be something fun and engaging. So if you're looking for ideas for back to school, I will link to a collaborative post that I was part of last year. It has 12 great ideas from some amazing ELA teachers. All right, number three is to make a plan for your classroom. Did you like how your classroom functioned this year? Are there changes that would help improve the flow or the function of your class? If you're going to be rearranging your classroom, You can often get maintenance to help you as they do their summer cleaning. In most schools that I've worked in, I've had to leave a plan of how my room is arranged, usually a drawing on the whiteboard or sketched out on a piece of paper. That way, when maintenance replaces the furniture when they're done cleaning, they know where to put the furniture. So if I think ahead and create a new arrangement, a new plan, maintenance will simply put the furniture back using that new plan. So when I come in, it's already done and there's no more moving heavy furniture or having to track down maintenance to try to organize a time for them to help you. Hey there, secondary ELA teachers. Let's face it. The past few years have been hard. Are you struggling to help your students? I know I was. I know firsthand how challenging it can be to close the learning gaps created by the pandemic. That's why I wrote Motivating Readers Teaching in the Post-Pandemic Era. It's a book for teachers who are looking to re-engage their students in learning. Go to middleschoolcafe.com and click on the link to get on the wait list. You'll be the first to know when the book goes live, and I'll even send you a free gift just for signing up. Number four is to make your copies. How many times have you spent time in the copy room just waiting for your turn to use the copier? or deciding to stay late, hoping that the competition for the copier would be a little bit less. Or maybe you work in a district that has a central copy department where you need to send out your copies. That's what my district currently has. And if you miss the deadline to send out your copies for the first week of school, you either won't have them or you'll have to use your allotted on-campus number of copies to have what you need for the first day or first week of school. So there are things that I know I definitely need every year to get the year started, whether that is surveys or things that students need to create their notebooks or our folders. I try to make copies of those now so that when I come back, there's no competition for the photocopier. I already have them and there's no forgetting to send it out when I come back and then having to use my campus copy allotment. If you are working in a district where you can't make copies for next year, this year, because I worked in that situation as well, I also made a list of things that I needed to make sure that I sent for copies when I came back on that first day. And then I placed that list in my tote so that I knew what I needed to do when I came back and I didn't have to try to remember it. Number five is to go through your classroom library. Get rid of titles that no one reads or titles that are outdated. I know it's almost taboo to remove a book from a library, but it is better to have a small library of books that students will read than to have a large library of books that nobody wants and they just sit on the shelf. 
So I feel like this is so important that I'm going to be talking more about this in next week's episode. I will share how I clean out my own library each year and how I get my students involved with the process. And then I'll also offer ideas on how you can get new books for your library without breaking the budget. And that brings us to number six. So before you leave for summer vacation, take a moment and reflect on the year. First, acknowledge the things that went well. There are many things that went well this year, but the things that didn't often overshadow the good things. So be intentional. Acknowledge all the good that happened this year in your classroom. You did make a difference in the lives of your students. Then take a moment and think about one or two things that didn't go so well. Think about why they didn't go well. Was there something that you could have done? So I'm not talking about big systematic changes, but let me share an example of something that just was a shift in mindset for myself that actually changed how I interacted with students. So it used to frustrate me when students didn't have a pencil, despite me giving them one practically every day. Students always seemed to wait until I was in the middle of a lesson to ask. It was a huge disruption to the class and the flow of the lesson. Sometimes it resulted in a back and forth between me and the student. So I really needed to reflect on how my frustration impacted me and impacted my relationship with the students. So I made the decision that not having supplies was not going to bother me anymore. I was going to have extras and simply hand them out to the students when they needed them. I was going to eliminate that back and forth conversation with students. So when I put in my supply request for the next year, I just add tons of pencils. I now keep sharpened pencils in my desk so that when a student doesn't have one, I can simply grab one, give it to them, and I can keep teaching. I know that seems silly, but it does make a big difference because I am no longer giving energy to the fact that students don't have supplies or don't keep the supplies that I give them. Those are the types of changes that I'm talking about. Are there systems within your own class that you can change or improve to make your class function better or to reduce your own stress level? I'm not talking about changes that need to happen in education or other things that we don't have control over, just thinking about things that will help you in your own classroom. Thinking about what you want to change now will help you better plan for next year. Even if you don't take any action now, just having it written down that you want to make that change will be helpful. It will also give you something to focus on over the summer instead of simply saying everything needs to change. The end of the school year is a great time to reflect on how things went and to make plans for next year. It's important to celebrate the successes from this year and take note of the areas that could use some improvement or modifications. So taking a few moments now to look ahead will reduce your stress and get your year started off on the right foot. All right, those are the suggestions that I have for you today. I would love to hear what you do at the end of the year to prepare for the next school year. So head over to the Facebook group and add your ideas to the weekly post. As I mentioned earlier, next week, I'm going to take the entire episode and discuss classroom libraries. I'll be sharing ideas on how I evaluate the books in my classroom, how I get my students involved, as well as ideas on how I add books to my library without breaking the budget. And if you haven't signed up for the waitlist for motivating readers teaching in the post-pandemic era, head over to middleschoolcafe.com or go to the show notes and click on the link and I'll even send you a free gift. So until next time, have a great week, everyone.